You're listening to Comedy Central. I should be out fingering the pulse. Instead, I'm in focused on surviving and thriving in my one-bedroom apartment. But while I'm sheltered in place like a boss, am I prepared for things like tomorrow or, God forbid, next week? Luckily, I found a place that's entirely focused on preparation. Fortitude Ranch. It's a prepper paradise with everything from self-sufficient farming to solar-powered luxury bunkers and weaponized gazebos that are there to stop marauders. I reached out to operator Stephen Renee to learn more. Uh, Stephen, how are you? I'm doing great, thanks. I'm not super big on prep. I got to be honest, I don't think about getting a dinner reservation till morning of. And then it's a pain in the ass. Luckily, I know some people have been at a tavern, so I'm usually okay. Walk me through this preparation. Can you show me what you got? Sure. Let me, let me show you some of the facilities, Jordan. This is the hardened bunker, three feet underground with eight inch reinforced concrete. This is where we have all the different rooms. Does nobody want to paint the wood? As you come over here, you can see that we have uh, restrooms for a family. There's a bunk bed that turns into a couch. Um, what, ki- what, kind of, what kind of thread count do you have going on on that bed? I couldn't tell you exactly, uh, but I could get back to you in an email that information if you'd like. That'd be helpful. So here you can see an example of some of that shelf life food. So that's freeze-dried food. Wow. That's a lot of beans. Here's a different variant for a room. Um, wood stove working over here. So this is more set up for a couple. Well, they better really like each other. Right now, it, it definitely looks like something in a true crime Netflix series. Life is going to change, right? If you're going to show me yours, I should show you mine. The place where we're living, specifically. Uh, I got yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Do you want to see? I, I just any, any kind of advice you have how to turn this into a hardened situation. Uh, I got uh, a decent amount of records here: jazz, blues, uh, garage rock for sure. Um, food-wise, you can see I got some uh, sprouted chili verde rice, some. Uh, uh, Bombay potatoes, a lot of Indian food. Uh, hopefully that keeps. We'll see. Uh, so, Stephen, I have a, a decent liquor cabinet over here. Shinar, Campari, Aperol, like a de- definitely enough for a good week's worth of Negronis. I don't think that uh, that's really going to help you too much in a real serious situation. Well, if it gets real serious, I'm just going to go straight gin. <laughs> <laughs> well, they may make you feel better for a limited amount of time but I'm not sure in the long term it's gonna do you much good. Maybe he's right. Negronis will only take you so far. And since Fortitude Ranch says they're expanding to 12 undisclosed locations around America, I want in. Give me goats, tree houses, plywood, everything, and digestive problems for a year straight. Where do I sign up? Well, unfortunately, you're a day late and a dollar short. We're all full. I think we're dwelling too much on the past. Let's talk about the future. I would be a real asset at Fortitude Ranch. I was an improv teacher. Uh, I taught sketch comedy. Uh, I once took a drunk painting class. But we, you know, we're looking for people who are more interested than in being an asset than they are for comic relief. 
Well, I'm not saying it's all going to be comic. I mean, a lot of the insights that I have inherently are not funny. Well, at this point, we're actually down to a waiting list, so... Fine. Who needs you anyway? I'll just stay put here on what the guy with the stand on Canal Street told me is 1,000 thread count Egyptian cotton. Noon. While I'm doing my best to isolate at home, protests to reopen the country have popped up all over the place. They're full of people shouting for a return to their normal lives, their normal abs, and their normal hairstyles. Who has the right to tell me I can't get a haircut? I can't go here, I can't go there. And there are also healthcare workers who have been protesting the protests. They're trying to convince people to stay home and avoid opening businesses too soon. And these people who actually help us not die have been greeted like this. I wanted to talk to these brave frontline healthcare workers. So North Carolina oncology nurse Amber Brown Skyped me while she was on her way to her third week of counter-protesting. What are you feeling right now? It always makes me a little excited because when I get to basically be a foil to the madness that's about to happen. A foil to the madness that's about to happen. Yeah. I've played that role before. <laughs> what are you trying to say to the local government? We want to support our governor. Our governor supports not reopening yet and then a staged reopening. And then he also agrees that until we're doing more testing and until healthcare workers have proper PPE, we don't need to reopen. You feel like you want your guys' voices heard as opposed to the small number of outside voices being heard. Yes. And yet, you're the ones wearing masks. We're the ones that know the virulence of the virus. You're starting from a disadvantage here. <laughs> what do you think their ultimate message is? They want a haircut. Trust me, I want a haircut as bad as the next guy. This is like my brand, but I've been okay for a few weeks. Thanks for your sacrifice. <laughs> But the messaging from the reopen campaign took a hit when the virus showed it has a strong sense of situational irony by infecting one of the group's organizers. But some North Carolinians are totally comfortable rushing back into the streets. There must be a reason. Are people just healthier in North Carolina? No, not exactly. We're, you know, the stroke belt. That's your nickname, the stroke belt? The stroke belt, yeah. To be fair, North Carolina's not exactly the healthiest place. Even your meat smokes down there. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been out there. As Amber approached, I started to see the usual signs. Somebody's coming up behind you? What, what's that sign say? Let's see. Bill Gates is trash human scum. Definitely an Apple guy there, huh? I get it. The Microsoft operating system sometimes is difficult. Here we are. There they are in their parking lot. Tyrants answer to God. Reopen and see. Yeah, there's really not as many people as they were last time. Is that a good sign or a bad sign? Do you think the reopen people are looking around like, I see our numbers are down. Do we want to look into that? So why are these nurses putting themselves in harm's way? Second-year nursing student Carrie Shropshire has also been coming to these events for the past three weeks. We do not believe what these people are saying all of North Carolinians believe, and that's why we're here. What do you think most North Carolinians believe? That we need to stay at home and continue to flatten the curve. We did a great job so far, and we need to keep doing it. She's actually right. Two-thirds of America is concerned about lifting restrictions too quickly. 
and even the local government in Raleigh has taken steps to ensure that both of these groups are safe and comfortable. Last week they stormed the General Assembly and so we set up on purpose in front of it before they got there. The police are not allowing them to come down as long as we are physically in front of it. Three weeks ago, the situation looked like this. But this time, the police keep the two groups apart. So the police is separating you from the reopen protesters right now to keep everybody apart. Correct. What I'm hearing is that a coordinated governmental effort to keep people safe was effective? Yeah. I'm sensing snark. I actually can't tell because of what you're wearing right now. It's an amazing concept, and one that maybe our federal government could learn from. But until then, let's recognize that these healthcare workers are on two front lines. They're fighting the virus and the bullshit. Thank you, guys. When I see this, I realize that 90s boy band formation was decades ahead of its time when it came to social distancing and PPE. I'm with you guys. In spirit, technically not there. I'm, I'm hundreds of miles away, but thank you. Staying strong and apart. In my new series, I'm learning how to survive and thrive while sheltering in place. Last time I talked to prepper Stephen Renee, who's an expert at fortifying the home. This is the hardened bunker. Does nobody want to paint the wood? Now I'm talking to a survivalist who's an expert at fortifying the body, Pat Mack. Bam. I've interviewed Pat before. He served 22 plus years in Army Special Ops, trains police forces, authored the book Sentinel, Become the Agent in Charge of Your Own Protection Detail, and has nothing but great tips online for surviving. It's a pandemic. Pandemonium. If anybody's going to know, it's going to be Pat. Pat Mack, good to see you again. Jordan, good to see you again, my man. I wanted to talk to you, Pat, because we spent some time together. You're the yep. most badass prepared guy I know. And mm -hmm. I'm a comedian, so I know a lot of improvisers and sketch folks. So Right on. Yeah, thank you. How, how do we prepare for what is going on? Well, <clears throat> preparing time is over. That oh. should have been done years ago. You know, the frantic search for toilet paper. What's that all about anyway? Toilet paper, why? Well, I mean, that makes the most sense to me. Out of right. all of the chaos, that I get. But what if we didn't have water? You know, what if the water system were working? Where would you poop then, you know? I mean, you got to have something like this right here, you know, so a portable pooper. You had that so on the ready. I've got a bunch of uh, bags in there. They're biodegradable. Not to brag, but I actually have a working one of those toilets at home. And when it's not working, I just go to the gym. I can and have talked defecation all day, but this is about real survival tips. Time to get our blaze on. So right now, we've got to embrace the suck, you know? We've got to embrace the ass wound of this thing. Embrace the ass wound of this thing. Is that Oscar Wilde? No idea. What should people be doing in a situation that we're in right now? You know, this is a great opportunity for self-improvement. And if you're Pat, that self-improvement means working out with things you find lying around you, like whatever this is. I came to the right place. How does a guy like me who's stuck indoors stay physically fit? So you've got to keep things interesting. And you can't neglect the transverse plane. The transverse rotational. plane? You know, rotational exercises, because you got to keep your back and core strong. So in the transverse plane lives life-saving and ass-kicking. If I'm not doing this, I'm going to kick zero asses. That's right. 
zero asses are going to be kicked unless you work the transverse plane. All right, so utilize stuff that I have around the apartment. Yeah, you got anything heavy? Let me see. Let me see. I got, I got books. I got, I got infinite jest and sapiens. Sapiens is good. So you can hold them out at arm's length, and then you could do lateral raises up and down. Yep, there you go. Ah. I see a little. I can see a little bit of uh, little sweat driplets forming on your forehead. With Pat's guidance, I was able to have an intense workout using common household items. Roll it up tight. Roll it up tight and then unroll it. Yep. And some of my favorite digestifs. Do you know what to do with Chinar? I got no idea what to do with it. Never even heard of it. Four, five, one, two, three. Assist with your legs. Assist with your legs. Leg assist. Leg assist. Leg assist. Pegasus? Are you saying Pegasus? That's a good start point for today. I wouldn't recommend anything else because I'm pretty sure you haven't done anything in a while. No, that's that's very intuitive of you. The more time I spent with Pat Mack, the more reassured I was. Pat emphasized that this is not a time to panic and we will get through it. Don't beat yourself up if you weren't prepared. It's, it's human to err, but when we do, we have to learn from the past, prepare for the future and perform in the present. Yeah. Yeah! Let's do this. Let's yeah, do this. get you some. Let's do this. No. Right. Not supposed to leave the house. In the house. Yes. Let's do this. Yeah. Here. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.